Today, we're going to be talking about camping, specifically tents. Let's get into it. here with a another episode of just squatching around this season the theme has been gear last episode if you've been following this season thus far we talked about clothing and maybe if you're getting into the outdoor community or into outdoor clothing in general what you might want to consider as you go through that journey this time I want to talk about tents. Now, I'm kind of making the episodes go long like if you're backpacking for the first time or if even if you're camping for the first time. That way you kind of if you're a beginner, you have kind of an idea maybe as to what you want to look into or where you want to go to get a tent or even just gear in general. I know that <laughs> tents are an interesting thing. I've been tent camping since I was fairly young to be honest and I mean we still tent camp as as we go along with some of our adventures I know we're going to be tent camping out west this year so our tent is very dear to us it is very sun faded I never noticed it until last year while we were in the Smokies and there was somebody else with the exact same tent as us and it was a lot darker than what ours looked like. So we definitely get a lot of use out of our tent. And I feel like it can be a little overwhelming when you go for your first time to go tent shopping. I know that growing up, we always had like the Coleman tents or the generic tents in general. And I know when I started dating my partner, we started using well he had a coleman pop-up pop-up tent it was a coleman tent and then we kind of decided you know we were going to get into more tent camping but it was going to be more of you know we wanted a tent that could go out with us if we wanted to go backpacking which we would love to do uh we still need to plan that out or if we wanted to fly with it or ride on the motorcycle with it, or if we just want to have it in the car in general when we go and it's not so bulky. I see so many people when we go out camping with big tents and all this bulky stuff. And honestly, they have a lot of fun, I'm sure, but that's just not us. <laughs> so it's, it's an experience in and of itself, and it's a learning curve, definitely. All, all of this really is uh, when it comes to gear as to what works and what doesn't. It's just all a matter of learning where what you are comfortable with and what actually works for you. Now, the first thing I want to say, if you are a beginner, is that don't be... Don't think that you need to have the most expensive tent. There are a lot of expensive tents out there. Whether you're beginning a backpacking or beginning camping in general, if you're solo camping or if you are camping with your family or just camping with your spouse, there's so many different options out there besides the big expensive tents. Now, we all have seen those. If you have stepped into an outfitter like Cabela's or REI or even just one of your local outfitters, 
I know you've probably seen the expensive, lightweight backpacking tents that everybody sees that are like $500. Uh, example brands are like Big Agnes or M MSR or something to that effect. Even some, um, some of the Kelties or some of the higher end Kelties, not really necessarily, or uh, I think... I think Marmot and Nemo, I think, is one. No, I'm thinking Nemo's, Nemo's AirPads. No, Nemo sells tents. Anyway, so any of the brands that I suggest and that we have had a good experience with, I'm not sponsored by any of this stuff. Now, I'm going to iterate that before I get into any more of this. And any of the brands, honestly, that I mention, I'm... Not sponsored, but I would love to be someday. Maybe maybe I can work on that. I just know from experience, and I can give you my testimony all day long as to what has worked for us. We have looked into stuff. We have researched stuff. And it has been something that we don't take lightheartedly when we go into gear. And that's that's for sure. Even when I have shopped for some of my friends that may want a tent or something, I have done that for a wedding gift for one of my friends. And I have also just did that for a birthday gift, not last year, but the year before for another one of my friends. And we actually got to take that out to Michigan. So it's always fun for us to help people that are beginners with tents. Now, the size of the tent, definitely determines how many people that you're typically going to have. Now, if you want to have room for like, let's say it's just you usually, but you or you or your spouse, but you want to have enough room for maybe four or six people, you might want to take that in consideration. There's different tents actually out there that hook together that are smaller. I've seen them. I haven't used them. Now, there's also bigger dome tents that have a little tent that sits with it and it's connected with it as well. I know we had one of those when I was a kid. It was so cool, but it's not usually necessary, honestly. Um, But consider your capacity, whether you want gear in there with you or you're thinking about extra people or you're camping with your family or your dog or your spouse or both your spouse and your dog. You want to think about the room of what you're going to have in the tent. You don't want it super roomy if you're going to be going out to like cooler climates, especially. And that's another thing you have to think about with your tent as well is, is it a three season, a four season? Uh, we have a three season tent now. It's felt like we've been in four seasons with it, but we do have a three season tent. It's a Kelty. I want to say it's a Salida, Salida. Salida. It's a two person tent. They don't sell them anymore. They sell different version of it now that has a side door instead of a front door which I love the front door that has the vestibule that's also another thing to think about when you are shopping for tents is do you want a vestibule on it where do you want the door you know where how big of a mattress are you going to be putting in it stuff like that now I will get into air pads and mattresses maybe the next episode because there's so many different options. We've done both, honestly, uh, in a tent or in the Tahoe or, you know, at, we've done both everywhere. But 
it honestly that's something else you have to consider about is what are you going to be sleeping on now you can sleep on the ground i've done it it hurts but i've i have done it but consider maybe getting an air pad or something but you want to make sure you have that capacity for for that in your tent if you're wanting to put your gear in there if you're backpacking uh consider that as well there is definitely bulkier tents and there is lighter tents something that's more compact now our salita pretty sure it's called a salita our two-person kelty tent we'll just call it that is compactable it's a little roll top thing that we can uh roll top bag that we can put in different places that may need something that's more compact so we can carry more gear now for example we have we bought it right before we were going to go on our motorcycle trip the year before we took it to tennessee in 2018 for the first time and it was just incredible it's very lightweight it is very spacious in there with having a six foot five partner and a five foot three myself <laughs> and air pads and everything now we don't put a lot of gear in with us uh we haven't we would love to go backpacking with it, but we haven't had that opportunity yet. Now we have uh, taken it on the motorcycle. We've taken it on a plane. We t we were able to put it in a check bag. It didn't. It weighs a little bit, but it's not like super heavy. We were able to take it with us and not have to worry about it. Now I know people when we had well, and even when we had the Coleman tent. The Coleman tent is going to be a lot bulkier. We just bought my best friend the Kelty Discovery Tent, which is a four-person. It's a little more on a budget side, but it works out perfect for beginners. And that's that's another thing is uh, most of the budget tents work out perfect for beginners. I, I know that when we took it out to Michigan, it was perfect for her to be able to learn. It was super easy to put up. That's another thing you have to think about uh, when you get a tent, is it going to be super easy to put up? Now, if you're getting one of the big mansions, what I call them in the big mansions, the glamping tents, the six to eight people tent, it's gonna be a little difficult if it's just you and your spouse or let's say you and three other people as to oppose something that is more smaller like the Kelty Discovery tent or our old Coleman pop-up, which was meant for four people as well. You got to take that into consideration. Is it going to be easy for you to set up or is it going to just be a little bit of a hassle at that point? And also, if you're thinking about more of like the mansion style ones, now if you have a bigger family, that's going to be easier to uh, hold everybody in there. But you have to think about the capacity it's going to take in your car. Like I said, I've seen a lot of cars that were just jam-packed full of stuff that just maybe some of it you don't really need. But the tent is the most important thing, and you want to make sure it's in there, but you don't want to make sure it's taking up so much room that you can't take everything that you want. That's for sure. But you also want to make sure that you have enough capacity for yourself and for whoever is coming with you. Now, also another thing to consider, um, make sure it's waterproof. I'm pretty sure all tents have a waterproof coating on them. Now, I'm not quite sure on that. Uh, if you are wanting to go a lighter weight, you know, check out your options. There's a lot of budget-friendly ones like our Kelty or 
Um, I think Marmot sells some that are a little more budget friendly than, uh, let's say, MSR or something like that. Now, there are different ways of putting up tents. Now, you have some that are lighter weight that are meant just for putting it up with a trekking pole. Or you have your your rods and stuff all together. You also want to consider that as well. Now, if you're a first-time tent buyer, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of places you can buy tents. I know REI has a lot to offer on the tent front. Now, they are kind of pricey on that front. I mean, Walmart has some too, but please don't buy the Ozark Trail ones. I don't, I don't know how they are, but they're not. From our experience, Ozark Trail gear-wise has just been like the very low end of the spectrum of I just need something cheap. I don't care if it rips. I don't care if it tears, but I just need something cheap. We have a dry bag, I think it is, that we just use strictly to wash laundry if we don't have a laundry facility near us. We've used it before. It works great. And it's just one of those cheap Ozark Trail uh, things from Walmart. Now, you want your tent to be sturdy, be made of something that's nice, because if you're out in the elements, especially if you are backpacking or if you're out in a remote area, camping, kind of like uh, the Smokies where we, we camp at Balsam Mountain uh, Campground and Mile High, where it's it's about 20 minutes, I think, to the nearest town, 20 or 30 minutes, just from the campground. Uh, if I remember right, it's been a while. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard if your, if your tent is just ripped to shreds, cause, you know, it was made of cheaper material. Don't skip out on that. <laughs> uh, what else? Like I said, the vestibule is something that's often, often we don't think about when we shop for tents. I know we love our vestibule on ours. Now, if you want a tent that's bigger, I don't know. There's some tents that have an awning or a vestibule that are offered, and there's some tents that aren't. It's great for when you're out and it might be raining and you just want your shoes to be right there, but you don't want them to be in the tent because getting stuff and you're getting dirt in general in your tent, dirt, sand, what else have I gotten in it? Needles, pine needles, like anything you can think of i have got probably have gotten in the tent and it just it it blows trying to get it out of there it just it's a nightmare sometimes you got to turn the tent inside out when you get home and it's just it's such a hassle and then if you if you're in there with a thinner sleeping pad it's like it's just dirt everywhere it's not a fun time you don't want dirt where you sleep I, I promise you that. I know you want to be out in the woods and everything, but you don't want dirt where you sleep. Unless you're cowboy camping. That's another thing. And I think I'll talk about that, I guess, when I talk about sleeping bags, because that'll be another thing, too. Um, As to kind of the cowboy camping experience. I think one of my friends has done that. I might have to ask him that. Anyway, off topic. Totally... Totally love the vestibule, definitely. Now, don't 
be afraid of getting the mansion if you have to, or even if you want to. Glamping is totally fine. I know a lot of people that do it glamping. We're more what people call, in parentheses, roughing it with our tent, which we don't really understand why people say that, because we really aren't. There could be, there's different ways of doing that. Now, there are truck tents, truck bed tents, and there are the topper tents, like uh, for the Jeeps and stuff. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, where it has a little ladder and you put it up on the roof of the Jeep and, you know, that's that. Now, I haven't known anybody that has done the top, the roof tents, essentially, but I have known somebody that has done the truck bed tents. And I've heard it's an experience that I probably never want to have, to be honest. Now, mind you, that was the first time that he had done the truck bed tent. And I'm sure there's different ways that it is beneficial, especially if you're taking like a, a small motorcycle with you or something like that to that effect. But from what I've understood is that the truck bed tent has has to be like secured to the wheel at least the one he had and that's kind of a a bit of a problem when you are wanting to go different places so then you have to tear it down and then you have to put it back up and I don't you don't really want to have to deal with that to be honest but I don't know that was how many years ago that was for him it's been a while so they might have there might be different variations of it there might be they might have solved that problem but i just know that one of the ties was over by the wheel and i don't i i don't know i i don't like that i don't i don't like that at all for my opinion but it might work for you i guess i there that is an option i guess <laughs> So, I guess to conclude this, oh, and also, when you are thinking about tents, uh, get the footprint, or we've used tarps in the past, definitely do that. You are going to thank me later if you are new to the camping world, because using a footprint or the tarp is going to help your tent floor stay better. And also, if there is any sort of moisture going under you, if it's raining, you it's most likely to go under the tarp than on your and your floor. From my experience, um, I know we've camped several times when it was just it was just raining, and I mean it poured in Michigan <laughs> at one time. We, we were a little worried, but we were able to still stay dry with the footprint. So that's something else to consider as well. It's not sitting on the ground, on the ground. So if the ground gets saturated, then then you're saturated. So that's that would be something to look into as well when you're looking at tents. A lot of tent companies actually sell um, footprints that are made specifically for that tent. So look into that. Sometimes they're a little pricey, but 
like I said, just a regular normal $5 tarp at Walmart is just something you can get and it'll work just fine. And I think that, I think I want to just conclude that episode with that. I mean, there's so many things to to talk about, like whether you want a side door or a front door on it. Think about if you get up in the middle of the night to pee and your partner doesn't want to do that, then you're not um, looking your partner up. Definitely, there, there is just so much to think about. The climate, what, where are you going to be staying, typically, or do you want to have a three-season tent where you can stay in multiple places? I know it's it's amazing to have that opportunity where, you know, we're always going different places. It's not just Tennessee or to the beach or something. It's It's in the mountains or in the desert or you know, something to that effect. And if you're thinking about doing that kind of stuff, definitely look into a, a tent that is going to be all around for you that will work in all those climates and all those territories and ecosystems because you will want to have that. You you don't want it to fail on you. I know that from experience, trust me. And yeah, I mean, tents, a tent, is definitely a number one thing. I know a lot of people do camper camping. We are going to be doing that for the first time this year in the Smokies, so that's exciting. And some people sleep out of their car. I mean, I've seen people do that before going to all these different places that we've been to. I've seen numerous different tents. I mean, there's no right or wrong as to what tent you get it's honestly a matter of your choice. Do you want to go with a glamping tent? Do you want to go more with a lighter weight tent? Do you want to go more with something that is just kind of a little in between, really? It's all up to you. It's all up to what you decide and just make the most of it. It's your journey. It's your adventure. And we're all just living our life the way we want to. (laughs) All right. Until next time, happy trails.